Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Isaiah. And welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Soundboard noises. We don't have a soundboard again today. I got a new phone because I broke my old phone because I got drunk and broke my old phone. (laughs) 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 Tale is all this time. Yeah, really. And then um, got a new phone, got logged out of all my stuff. And we just really feel like uh, dealing with it. So yeah, fuck it. So yeah, we're gonna hit this shit acoustic. Yeah, dude. Speaking of hitting this shit, oh, hey, you want to get high, man? I'm just gonna do all our regular soundboard noises. Just with, it feels like own. the soundboard's still going. Popoza, papa, now. But how's your week been, Isaiah? <laughs> Let's break it down. Let's break down my week. I just want to break it down so badly. Um, first off, I was betrayed by food. Oh, shit. And that's what we're going to talk about in our food corner. Work provided. Um, they've been doing some shit. Um, I used to work at this company. Yes. Uh, should we? We're not going to disclose We're just going to stop. We're not, yeah, yeah, we're not going to stop. But I used to work at this company, yeah. and they, they stay bringing food, which is pretty lit. Yeah, um, since they're not paying us for But it's money, not but... always so lit. Sometimes it'll be like, some smack ass funnel cake or something good. Yes. And then sometimes it'll just like be like the worst catering. It'll be some doo doo. Um so in this catering sense, it was this food truck called um I'm just I'm just gonna put them on blast. Um Mexico. Oh, I already don't like the name. No, because you just shouldn't fuse certain <laughs> things not, a certain not, way. Yeah, that's not like good. so what their thing was, they're just mashing Mexican and barbecue together. And- what do you think? Barbacoa. Boom! You're fucking right. You're fucking right, man. Oh my god! <laughs> you just put it on one thing and you call it a fusion. Wow. But they didn't do that. Yeah. No. 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 So they they had brisket, which was like over fried out. It wasn't that great. Um, and they had a ticket system. So like, I had to like scam an extra ticket to even get a second meal. And I'm like, I'm a fat ass. I'm trying to eat all this yeah. shit. You're not paying me once again. So I'm like, these are the benefits. Um. And plus, it's capitalism. Yeah. But um, get a second plate. So I'm getting the second plate, and I go and I said, I got the brisket. I don't want to be too redundant and get something with rice again. I also saw the burritos were just literally all burrito, no meat, like nothing on the inside, what? like just over wrap bullshit. I'm like, I'm yeah. good on that. So I got the nachos. I got a bowl, brisket bowl, the first time. Yeah. Nachos the second, and it was buffalo chicken. This is not buffalo fucking chicken. See, was, that's actually disappointing because I feel like buffalo chicken nachos has potential to it's be- It's fire as a fucking idea and it can be done, yeah. but not when you literally drain all the buffalo and leave me with cummy ranch. It's just oh. cummy chicken. It was shredded Ooh. and just looked like someone ugh, all over it. And cummy chicken. I'm over here trying to salvage this, just kick through it. And like, I literally wound myself on a lunchable nacho. It was terrible, fucking terrible. So there was that. And I'm sad about it. But I'm surviving, and I've got some French toast, and I've been living my life He's best strong, I can. He's persevering. Yes. Um, movie Corner, Dune. Fuck yeah, dude. Dune is great. I watched it on. Oh, Friday. did it actually come out? Yeah, it dropped. Right, it dropped right. on HBO Max, and it dropped on um, like was it theaters? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna call. I was gonna say live theaters. That, that old thing. I don't. Theaters. I don't go out anymore. <laughs> It yeah. just dropped on Broadway. It just dropped out of the last Broadway <laughs> cinema silver. Um, no, so um, Dune's out. It was great. I loved it. 
I got a boner off of all of the characters because they just like fleshed them all out. I'm like, oh yeah, mm. Oscar Isaac with his fucking face. Mm, yeah, Tim Chalamet looking. Mm, Scrum her, her, her Momoa's sexy butts in it, bro. Someone tried to come from Momoa's like, see, he doesn't look good when he shaves. I'm like, bro, what? fuck you, get over yourself, bro. Man is hot. Man is hot fire. He's like <sighs> untouchable. I mean, yeah, like I, I'm a majorly straight person. He's the guy who can come and take your girlfriend. And you're not gonna be upset. You're gonna. See, I don't understand. know about that, but I would let him fuck me. Okay, probably. yeah, like, okay. You're willing to like work it out with him? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, we can all get what we want here, yeah, Jason. Like, Just don't Jolene my Jolene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I, I respect that. that. I'm just gonna let him. I'm just gonna let him swoop in like a fucking condor. He deserves it. He's like the Gaston <laughs> of our reality. Um, I guess what I'm saying is like he is peak of men for me. For real, just about. He's so. up there. Um, so there's my movie corner. There's my food corner. I went to a party last night. That's why I'm kind of lagging, and probably the news is gonna suck. But um, you know what? We're gonna do what we fucking do. I had a good time. And um, oh, Isaiah. Do's the do. Also, happy birthday, Ma- Co. Also, Mountain love Dew you. Plug. And Mountain Dew, we love you too. Mountain Dew, please give us money. What's your favorite Mountain Dew? Uh, Code Red. Code Red is classic. Or High five. Actually, High five. Livewire is very because it's also yeah. Also, I mean, we're. I feel like it's very time dependent. Like we're on the same like. If you're gonna drink a Livewire, just drink orange soda. True, you should. <laughs> but I mean, it's spicy. It's <laughs> spicy. Um, how about you, man? How was your week? Oh shit! Are we done? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to get more hard. about this party. Um, I mean, it was a birthday party, and it got it got fun. Yeah, real fun. We all just oh, started drinking it got fun and tequila shots. Oh, uh, great goose. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, great goose, and uh, I know tequila be making people. Oh yeah, do some things. Yeah, saucy. <laughs> um, but um, what we got? I, my friend like likes moonshine, so okay. we all got a bunch of moonshine. And we drank that a lot. We had like jungle juice. It was it was cool. Oh yeah, that that'll do it. Yeah, you played some uh, beer game where you do like a flip cup tic tac toe. Um, flip flip flip. Philadelphia. Um, did you throw up? No, I maintained. Right. I felt good. Uh, I woke up. Um, I I stayed the night there. Not successful then. Yeah, and I stayed the night there, and then uh, got up and got a smoothie. Oh. I'm like turning into the yuppie I've always dreamed I wanted to be. So that's neat. He went immediately to Jamba Juice. I went immediately to Smoothie King <laughs> like a bitch. I loved it. It was great. But, um, but yeah, enough about my fucking ass. How about your fucking ass, my guy? <sighs> Damn. That's from the trenches. Been, been fucking some ass. <laughs> oh, really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn, rug pull. <laughs> I mean, I've had some opportunities, but it's like it's like one of those things. I don't have to be like this guy, but like it's like sometimes you get like opportunities for like that stuff, and you're just like, do you even want to? You know what I mean? Like, is it even worth it? Like the you're wise, my guy, because I don't know, man. Maybe I'm still in my like eternal hole phase or something. Because I'm like, let's just shoot it. Yeah, if we got a shot. Let's go. You know, I I think like I just got into a point where like I've gotten hurt enough by like some other girls where like maybe they didn't communicate properly and I thought that it was gonna be like a relationship more or something. to it. That's fair. And then now I don't want to do that. That's so, like, fair. I don't want to be that guy. So I don't know. Um. So I like That's a good point. I take notes, like guys. Be, yeah. Take notes, guy. <laughs> yeah. Take my awesome advice. Don't go breaking hearts. <laughs> uh, I couldn't if I tried. That's right. But. Yeah, man. I mean, I would love to be pounding some ass, but <laughs> <laughs> but until I find the right ass to pound, 
I'm a hole. I yeah, get it. So, um, yeah, just honestly, I've been pretty like sad boy lately. Things have been pretty rough. Um, like I don't know if I can get super into it, but like just just going through it. So you know, that's how life is sometimes. True. Might get this uh, job tomorrow though. I don't know if I'll hear back tomorrow or like Tuesday, but it should be early in the week. I'll find out if I'm about to get this dream job, dude. Dream job, dude. Selling the bud. Put it. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna be a bud tender. Put it in the air. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so hope that works out. Yes. Um, vibes, fingers crossed, everybody. I saw some turkeys on the way here. Okay. So I saw like a fucking pack of turkeys just booking it through a neighborhood. That is, um, people might think that because we're from Ohio, that's common, but not where we're from. That's not common. No, no. And, and actually it had me thinking, I was like, cause actually now, now that I really like reflect on it, the few times that I have caught turkeys just scrambling around it's always like this time of year. It's always like fall. And I'm like, well, now the Thanksgiving turkey just makes sense. It wasn't that like they were like, oh, we're going to celebrate, you know, whatever. Um, let's. It's not like they came up with like the first Thanksgiving. They're like, oh, what are we going to eat? Like, let's come. Let's fucking eat a turkey. Like, no, they didn't target a turkey. I'm pretty sure that it was just like this time of year. And these motherfuckers are just running around everywhere this time of year for some reason. I'm sure. Yeah, it's and they were just like, oh, well. There's these fat ass birds that keep running by. Let's just eat that. Yeah, because it's like it was kind of like a, a resource thing, and turkeys I think were like the resource. That was a good. thing. No, I think use. they're very smart. No, they're very dumb. They'll drown if they look up to the like in rain. Really? Yeah. Okay. They're so. not smart animals. They're very stupid. Yep. Uh, they have dick faces or testicle faces. Yeah, they got scroat 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 throats. Yeah, scroat throats. Yeah. Um. So let's see. On the scroat throat tip. Uh, no. <laughs> On the scroat throat tip. <laughs> uh, no, I wish I had some scroat throat news. Um, Me too. Well, I, I guess I do, kind of. I Bengals uh, put their scroat to the Ravens' throat today. Foosball, yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. the- <laughs> I've never heard a sportscaster <laughs> use that, but I like it. They should. <laughs> oh, dude. I would be like, if I was a sportscaster, I'd be like the boom goes the dynamite guy, but oh. like with actual bangers. Yeah. Like talking about scroats and there's gotta be some sports uh, podcaster out there doing the lord's work there's a guy named john boy that's pretty funny yeah he's pretty like he he doesn't get real dirty though like but um he mostly covers baseball but he's pretty fucking funny okay he's got you gotta live in that fucking sport up yeah yeah no literally like he does he actually does a good job of livening baseball yeah good um shit oh yeah but uh we won a foosball today so since he's sports represent that's cool let's go wow we make that sound in the stadium yeah back me up brad i wanted to but you just kind of just made me sad i was like <laughs> i was like you just now you just made us look weak. just <laughs> say that we do it because we kind of do it just doesn't sound as effeminate as i did no you know what they do is is, is even worse they play welcome to the jungle like eight times <laughs> anytime we do anything Oh. Welcome to the Django. Wow. We're the worst '80s band. <laughs> no, it's just Axel's bad. Yeah, guy. yeah. Guns N' Roses is okay. Slash is cool. Band's fine, but yeah, Axel's a cunt. So, on the Axel Rose is a cunt tip. Yeah. Speaking of facts, talk about, <laughs> tell us about the news. All right. Let's get to Isaiah's newsstand. Well, let's get to my fucking loosey goosey newsstandy. Dun, 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 dun. Um, boom. 
I like that. Bum, bum, bum. That's custom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got this from the Insider, but it's also just kind of been around the band. Uh, Trump is trying to get his own uh, social media app. Um, uh, it's called Truth. Oh my god, that makes it worse. Yeah. I okay. So like, oh my god, that <laughs> makes it so much worse. Um, and, and there's not too much about it. It's in its beta phase. He basically got banned off everything else, so he was forced to make. Yes. It I mean, dude, you couldn't even get on Google Plus right now, like if you're Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't like, think he can make a Gmail. No, like, you can't do anything. Um, and yeah, I know Google Plus doesn't exist. Don't he's over using Hotmail. Exactly. Like, like he's digging. When you have to literally get on Owen News. And fucking these other made up things funded by AT&T and all this shit just to get your word out because there's you're not even chill for Fox News. Like like sometimes they're literally like we can't cover you, bro. And they had Alex Jones on there for a long time. <laughs> even Fox News has its limits with Donald. So I think this is a interesting play, but literally like two hours into the announcement of the beta site, it was hacked. So like twice. Okay. Uh, um, and pretty much people were able to make Donald Trump and Mike Pence accounts. So it's like, this is already going to show, like, this isn't going to go well. You should really at least tighten up your security if you're going to keep it up. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I think it's just more of a funny thing that he's even going to try it. But yeah, I, I mean, I do, think it's, I do think it's comical. But it's the fact that, like, him calling it truth is just like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, sure. Who's truth? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course that's what he's calling it. Um. Some international news. We got a little double dose coming at you from Haiti. Um, there was an up. Hey, I ain't hating on Haiti. Oh, let's hope we we shouldn't because they're going through a lot. <laughs> they're down bad in Haiti. <laughs> um, but after the assassination, you know, obviously there's been a lot of turmoil. There was another earthquake. Um, but on top of but all that stuff, we've been trying to sort out, you know, who's who, what's what on on the assassination. Um. And it turns out a man going by the name of Mario Placios, Placios? I just realized that's two times twice. Nice. Um, a former Colombian military offer, officer was arrested. Name so nice, he said it twice. It's for real. <laughs> um, and as well, I think there was up to like 44 people who are also um, indicted. And those are the people who did the assassination and just like kind of scrambled right after. They couldn't leave or whatever. They're just running around Haiti, like hiding in sewers and shit. So they're like indicting all these people. Um, There was also like something called a red notice issued. Um, Essentially, it's like a global thing, like saying, hey, like there are other people involved in this and connected and like we're looking for them in in regards to the shit. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll see um, what kind of comes from it. Um, One of the kind of fallouts from this and another thing coming up from our Haiti double dose um, the national police chief Leon Charles submitted his resignation to the interim prime minister, Ariel, Ariel Henry. So essentially so much is going on right now that it's just like, dude, you're not, you're not on, you're not <laughs> it dude. Like, and he knows it. So I think they're just swapping it out. Um, looks like France Elby will replace him. So I mean, Franz Elby, Franz, Franz Elby. It sounds like a guy from like fucking Lupin or something, but um, definitely crazy in Haiti. Um, I don't know if this change is going to actually be like a crazy drop in the water. It's not like they're hiring RoboCop. So what is and like I always feel like Haiti's always getting hit with earthquakes and stuff too. Yes. Like it's I just 
So it's they, in a bad place. They can never get ahead. Yeah. It's in a bad place uh, geographically. Yeah. And then also, I mean, we've just, since its origin, it's just been pillaged by uh, yeah. superpowers, you know? Um, and like Dominican Republic is like half of that island. Yeah. So like, every, like, I always wonder, like, you, you always hear about when like the earthquake happens or the hurricane mm-hmm. happens. I feel like you always hear about Haiti, but you never hear about the Dominican Republic. And is that because like they're, there's like less impact from those disasters because even though because they're literally the same little island yeah. just split in half. So is it like is is there literally just that much more money in the Dominican Republic? I would I, I don't think it's that. I definitely don't think it's that much money part. I think it's just one of those things where in a vacuum, the human eye kind of goes to where they feel is the worst yeah. and focuses on that. Like Dominican, like you said, they're literally hand in hand. It's not like one's going through something and not the other. People forget. I think people often forget they're literally just a little island split now. Yeah, I mean it's really, it's it's a forgot about Dre scenario. Yeah. You know, like it's a lot of times people consider these failed states, and this is the more failed one, so they focus more attention on that one. I think. I think that's my spec on that. But well, I can see it. it. Makes sense. Yeah, and people are just shitty. I don't know. I don't know. Haitians get good at baseball. That's the only way. I'm really sadly. not even trying to. Sadly, make, like, it's just like that is a huge thing for Dominican Republic. Like, and I really think baseball. it's it's what saves places like Puerto Rico. It's something that has helped Cuba when the U.S. fucking allows it. Yeah. Is giving these countries the ability to interact with other places and to showcase and yeah. show off what you have, especially interact with like a, a huge money market yeah with sports because sadly like that, the you know? world is fueled by capitalist endeavors and yeah so making money and, and showing off things and generating revenue is the only way to have power and influence and not get fucking bombarded when you get wiped out by an earthquake or a fucking whatever um but yeah part two haiti um <laughs> turns out there were 17 um missionaries captured 16 of them were from america one was from canada i believe um and i also believe i didn't get this from the cnn article i'm pulling it from but from what i've kind of gathered is that they are ohio amish mennonite missionaries oh my god so they are local this is a local story for us and it's kind of blown international um i mean essentially these these people had a good endeavor my only big knock on it is literally you were advised by the country not to come here like like crime is rampant kidnappings are rampant like that's this isn't new and they're like but we need to do the lord's work so let's go no no like (laughs) you just just don't do that send your money do whatever send a prayer don't literally go get kidnapped because now they're they want a million dollars for each of them oh my god that's what's funny is i feel like that's what i was gonna say is i feel like i almost feel as bad for the captors as i do for the amish people because I feel like they didn't really, they didn't really realize what they were getting into. They, they, they <laughs> you're like chopping it up like it's a movie. Like these guys are about to be so problematic. Yeah, like it's gonna be like sixteen Amish Mennonites. Like they're gonna be one Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now you're just dealing. Now you're just dealing with their incessant prayers and their incessant oh, no. like God speech. And then like so that's gonna be annoying. And then they all got weird names like Mordecai and fucking Rigby. <laughs> yeah, Mordecai, Mordecai, Mordecai is definitely a hard hit though. There are a lot of Mordecai. There's a lot of Mordecai's now. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, and, and then on top of that, um it's the Amish community. You're not exactly extorting the right community. 
No, no. They, these people don't have money. They don't have money. money. <laughs> They're not giving you a million each. <laughs> they and, don't and, have electricity, dog. And there's no other. Even the government isn't probably going to like divvy out a million dollars each for some Amish that don't even I, I, yeah. fully consider themselves part of our country. I'm <laughs> very much cringing at the thought of this. I mean, there are kids involved, teenagers, babies. And then, worst of all, besides the teenagers and babies and the, and the, and like the you know, like the, the children wrapped up in this, um, worst of all, I don't think that the Haitians... The kidnappers even realize, like, f- furthermore, what Amish are. Like, like the, you you're guys like, have... you're just like us. You don't have yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> you live in America, but live like us. Why? Yeah, and like, they also are like, you have all this free labor. I guarantee, like, they could, like, they're they're probably having like tied up in like some shack. Whereas they could literally just be having them do like build fucking barns for them. They would love that. They wouldn't even be mad. They'd be like, they'd be like, oh, build us some barns, and they'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> you'll work your million off this yeah. way. No, yeah, <laughs> I mean for real. <laughs> oh my god. Well, sadly, they're not seeing it that way. They're like, look, if you don't give us this fucking money, we're gonna shoot them in the face. Um, that's not exact quotable, but they are <laughs> gonna shoot them. Um, which is sad. Um, or kill them, but you know. Um. And I, and I will say it was a Christian response by the families. They're like, we, we're, we're taught to love our enemies and we're going to love our enemies in this. We're going to pray and do our best. They, they didn't respond hatefully. And that's great. But I wouldn't fight an Amish man. I wouldn't go out of my way to fight an Amish man. No. And I don't think I'd win. They got the that fight. farm strength. They're dude. strong. They're strong as fuck. I've ridden plenty of greyhounds with the Amish people. They are strong, determined people. Most smell like Fritos. Maybe that's just a corn thing. That's got to be a corn thing. I think thing. it's the corn thing. But they're solid dudes. White people smell like Fritos. <laughs> I feel like that was like a Paul Mooney joke or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> I feel like he totally fired one of those off. What if I just, what if I just, especially because I am like, like, a, oh, it's like a white guy. What if I just like started a, a, a comedy writing career? <laughs> It just it, like as Paul Mooney, like just I just cord, became, yeah, cord yeah. from all of his bits. Exactly. Like, I just became the new Paul Mooney. God, but I'm just a white guy. They'd be like, You're revolutionary. And then Dave Chappelle would like fucking expose you. Like, who is this guy? No, 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 that's bullshit. I guess that's already kind of Neil Brennan. <laughs> You're saying something there. <laughs> uh so yeah. <laughs> you posted. Um, you know, we we talk about Haiti. We stay with Haiti. Um but we got some local shit going on. Not local. I'm I'm high now. I'm high now. <laughs> um, we got an update on the Once Upon a Time in Shaolin album, the hidden album, the album it's local to our hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wu Tang is always inside. Um, but it was purchased for four million dollars by the art collection, art collecting empire, Pleaser Dow. Hmm. um very interesting yeah very interesting um but pretty much they they went and they purchased it from the government i'm so glad sure kelly's bitch ass doesn't have it anymore that's yeah. that's just what i care about yeah i mean <laughs> dude dude's an asshole and he was an asshole about how he paraded that shit like stuff like that particularly. he literally just took it he I, i'm i'm just gonna say it guys he literally just bought it to take it away from the culture. He, if two things, two, it was two prong to take it away from the culture. Intentionally, he did that. Yeah. Also, he would. Mm, this part grinds my ass. He would take it and have it play at his house when he would like take girls on dates and shit. Like that's something he said. He's like, yeah, I just play it for like random friends and like you know dates and stuff. Probably like the only mild way he can like. Yeah. Shrek- Shrek- he was using it for a fucking poon mag. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
fuck? Like, that's not what this is intended for, dude. This is for the fucking people. It's just so grime. But um, luckily, also, we... if you want to get some like, if you want to get some ladies wet, just play Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah, you can just play the <laughs> known Wu Tang, and you'll get <laughs> panties on the floor. Um, but luckily, um, the Pleaser Dow, like they are an art collection like entity, so they are right now storing it in a vault. But they're gonna find a way to record it once they get permission from the RZA and like you know the people involved in, in the creation of the album, like. So they're going to have all that. And once they get the approval, they're going to find a way to release it to the people. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That's that's all we fucking want, you know? That's all we want. That's all we want. I I, I really would love to hear what that Oh, you know like. it, dude. Yeah. That will, when, when that drops, if that's like 2022, 2023, yeah. it's going to be a big album. Um. So I got one more thing though. I might me. actually go buy it. You hear that, Record Industries? Damn, dude. You yeah. might get a hard copy. You know what vinyl though would fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but lastly, uh, some sad news. Um, there was a shooting unexpectedly on set. Um, Alec Baldwin shot um, the photography director. I have. Yeah, what's her name? name? um she's very pretty which i feel is. like isn't important but i feel like i should you know it's nice give her a compliment she's not yeah. here anymore hanya hutchins uh that's Wait, what the fuck was her name hanya I'm, I'm gonna need to read this myself yeah. no you're good right there guys it's h-a-l-y-n-a ha, ha. oh my god how how hanya? Hanya. hanya that's gotta be it yeah Hanya Hutchinson. Hanya Hutchinson. It sounds like she would have a dope ass album. Honestly, yeah, she she kind of like just looks like a dope person. Yeah. Then also, um, seems like somebody that would be like a director of cinematography or photography, whatever. Right. And then also, I think the the assistant to her was also hit as well. I think the actual director also. Yeah, that's what it was. The assistant director. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, just an all around sound a sad thing. Um, It was described that the gun was the film's armorer hannah gutierrez and it had she had set it on a cart outside a wooden structure where the scene was being acted according to the records um dave hall he uh, which is the assistant director okay yeah he grabs the gun um and then he brought and they called out cold gun yeah um and hands it to baldwin and so baldwin then acts like an actor should yeah and so i how i've imagined this so far from how like people... it must be some scene where he's pulling a trigger at somebody yes and it's like one of those situations where like the the person who's filming the shot yeah. is is filming it from a safe distance i imagine like probably around 20 feet or so mm-hmm. has their setup and they're there and the person's next to them and then they're shooting on alec and alec is doing the cowboy thing yeah, pulling exactly. a trigger and that's how it but happened. It wasn't a cold gun. Exactly. It wasn't a blank. And so that's how that happened. Um, really sad thing there. think that they kept the shot? I think they kept the <laughs> like, shot. What if, it, what if it was a good what if it was a good take? Do you oh, keep that take? They're not using it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're using it. That's like that's like um do you remember I don't know if it was a rumor or real, but the Wizard of Oz thing. Oh, that was that was a wives' tale. There wasn't yeah. a midget that hung himself in the background. Right, right, right. I don't think so. But but if, like that's like if that were real. Like, I yeah. don't think they'd actually. Look, yeah, that was the footage where like because like I, yeah. I remember there was a the situation with the stuntman dying in Batman, like one of the Batman movies. Yeah, I'm certain they wouldn't have used that footage that the stuntman died in. Right? No, but you guys want to know something funny is the uh, wild and wonderful world of sports that used to air on ABC back in like the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. I think even up until the 90s. Um, its opening intro was a a guy like doing the Olympic 
long jump on the skis. Mm. Like, you know, like the big ramp yeah. jump with the skis. Um, and he does not hit the ramp uh, at the right angle and flies into a bunch of pine trees. And it's literally like... This was like 730 in 1978, sitting down with your family, eating dinner. Oh, my like, God. And, and like that was what – it was like, wild, wild and wonderful ABC World of Sports. And like that was the intro video is they would just no, – that guy died. Yeah. They literally just show a video of a guy dying, that, and that was their intro. It was just him tumbling head over heels through tree lines until he's dead. <laughs> That's kind of morbid. So yeah, um, um, they. I'm sorry, I got it off. No, you're good. That's that's on. It's on a good little fun things fact. that happen and yeah. it's just that do potentially get aired. But I, yeah, I don't think that. Hopefully, don't air. But um, Baldwin described the killing as a tragic accident. Um, he went on to say there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Hanya Hutchins, a wife, a mother, a deeply admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigations. Um, he went on to Twitter to say, my heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved Hanya. Um, it doesn't look like they're fi- filing any immediate charges, but they are, like, investigating the whole situation. Because, like, why is there, is there, like, all right, cold gun. Why is there ever a warm gun or a hot gun? Yeah. They're, they're, well, they should all be a cold gun. It seems from what I've gathered, maybe not just from this from the AP, but just in general, that there was a break in the chain of command. Like, errors were made. Mistakes were made. Um, I mean, it's sad because I mean, you think after the Brennan Lee thing in '93 that this wouldn't happen, like yeah, yeah. Um, anytime. Soon. I'm glad you brought it. We almost yeah. forgot to to mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out Brandon Lee. Same same situation. Got hit with a. I think his was actually like a blank that got him. Yeah, that was like, like that. That but, was what they were kind of talking about, like a misfire projectile kind of situation yeah. or something like that. So. But um, but it's, but it's basically same same situation. Like why? It just doesn't seem like something that should happen. Um, and unfortunately, it has twice now. So. Yeah so that is about that like he's gonna be a free man i mean i, I don't know how you he should be locked up he should be locked away bastard. the worst of the baldwins you play a cowboy you are a cowboy and you're a cowboy killer no it's just uh, trump impression pretty good though Oh yeah, it's, it's solid. No, well, I, I think he should like. Okay, so he, like my my just two cents on it. How I feel like he should handle the situation. I don't think he should go to jail. I don't think he should face any like real legal consequences because I don't think that it was really his fault or that he knew or you know what I'm saying. Like, um, but I do think that he was the gunman. He was the one that fired it. It what he was involved in the situation, whether you know, again, it could have been completely unintentional, which I'm absolutely sure it was. But point is, is that when you're somebody like Alec Baldwin and you were literally the person that fired that gun, it's your responsibility to man up to it, which he is right now, and then take it one step further and like pay for her kids' college, pay for give her family money. You have you can't tell me Alec Baldwin doesn't have plenty of fucking money, like bro, take care of take care of her people because. She ain't around to do it anymore. So I would say, for, and you have the means to. I would say for me, um, I would just like the investigation to just sort it all out and like lay it out. Like, definitely, so that, they definitely need to find out why this happened. Yeah, because like there, there are like there are to literal protocols for this to not happen, and yeah. that's why for me, like I'm fine with Alec Baldwin not having any charges. Um, 
my stance on it is if anything, there could be manslaughter charges put up if there is some breach of chain of command and stuff like that where people are fucking up and making mistakes. Yeah. I could see that potentially become a conversation. Yeah. But I highly doubt, and I don't think I would pursue if I was a prosecutor, trying to get someone lesser who didn't pull the trigger but did make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just a shitty thing. Um, and we'll keep you posted if anything does come up. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be updates on it. Yeah, this Definitely, is uh... this is kind of like it bloomed up a bit, and then like I noticed that like a lot of my friends, and it, it's memes too, which is is dark, but I've definitely been seeing some memes from the uh, Alec Baldwin shooting thing. So, um, but yeah, let's we get in a time machine, maybe. I mean, if you want, I think so. I'm, I'm ready. I, I took a shit. Do you want to go and take a ride with me? Smoke an L in the back of my time machine. Hey, oh, hey, must be. The yeah, that was fucking right. Must be now them podcasts with Brad. I hope we get a. I hope we get a lot of money and we can just do that. <laughs> just add that as an intro one day. I'll be lit. From your lips to God's ears to Patreon's ears, give us money. <laughs> uh, in the year twelve sixteen, King John of England dies at Newark and is succeeded by his nine year old son Henry. Ninety nine. Nine. Okay, my bad. Ninety-year-old. I was like, "Fuck, man, it's too late. You about to die too." Um, I know that's too soon, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's too soon. You need a region for that. I just like to think that, like, uh, like his, uh, like his, like constituents, or like his, like, uh, like cabinet, or like his, like you know, like his close, like court of people were like all a bunch of like fucking no. like like twelve like hundreds like fucking like simpletons so like the king like the only people that could even read back then like was the king so like <laughs> so he fucking died and then like now his like nine-year-old son is like just left to be in charge of a bunch of idiots so there's just like oh king henry doth the crave that everybody's gonna cut the crust off all the sandwiches or you gotta get your head cut off Right. This sounds like like the worst <laughs> Rugrats reboot or something. Like King Henry Duff the Creed is no more better. <laughs> Just some bratty nine year old is in charge of a whole country. Yeah. Exactly. It's weird how often that happens. Like, oh shit, big upheaval. Shit's happening. Shit's changing. I guess we gotta give this to this child <laughs> to run. Sa- yeah. You know how lineage works and divinity. Like, no, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. We need adults running these things. You think, like, in, like you, even, like, monarchies, you think that it would, like, make sense to some degree with, like, okay, like, the king dies, but, like, the king and, like, his wife, like, the queen or whatever, you know, like, her title is empress. Um, like, the royal family has an heir, an heiress. Okay. It kind of would make sense for you to continue that you know like oh like why not yeah you know why not keep the the royal family or keep royalty like in the family pure and intact um i mean like that that kind of makes sense but when they when when they brought in like the divine rule shit when they brought in like we're kings and have been kings for like millennia or not not millennia but you know what i'm saying we've been we've been royalty for a long time because God said so. Yeah. Like that's when they just just start killing them. Yeah. Just, just immediately cut their heads. It's off. over. It's over. Like, and don't be wrong. I, I like the idea of regents. Like they they, they if, like especially if it's a nine year old, they have a, a person or a group who helped that nine year old make the decisions. Pretty much make the decisions. Yeah, yeah. 
but that's still a, then a, a sticky situation because those those fucking guys would be like, well, I want the power for me and my family. Yeah. I'm just going to kill this person. Like, or it's a bunch of adults completely manipulating and mind fucking a nine year old. Yeah, it's literally right. that's the real Game of Thrones shit that really happened. Yeah. That's what George R. R. Martin fucking heaved over as he fucking made Sword of Fire and Ice. Like, I mean, the dragons are coming. Wait, three more seasons. I <laughs> 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 like that's how he talks. He should. Him and Peter Jackson both talk like Yeah. I made Lord of the Rings. Will you sleep with me? <laughs> Straight out of New Zealand. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? He's from New Zealand, so he's cooler for that. No, definitely. Oh, Peter Jackson's way cooler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in 1648, the Shoemakers of Boston uh, are the first labor organization in what would become the United States. And they were authorized by the Massachusetts Bay Colony. Ooh, that's cool. That's kind of yeah. timely with all the fucking protest shit going on yeah. and all the unionizers and stuff. Shoemakers of Boston, first labor org. I feel like that'd make a good ass shirt. There's some cool ass union shirt that has like a big cobbled shoe, like <laughs> big, big <laughs> hard cobbled shoe with a buckle on that bitch. <laughs> a big hard throbbing cob. <laughs> that's so Bean Town, bro. Um. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I was gonna make a, I was gonna make another joke, but my joke is way later. <laughs> I just like cool shirts, man. <laughs> like... In 1739, England declares war on Spain over borderlines in Florida. Uh, the war is known as the War of Jenkins' Ear because the Spanish Coast Guards cut off the ear of British yeah. seaman Robert Jenkins. Oh man, what a funny way that that alt. You didn't have to send a message. You didn't have to do that. Like you got what you deserve for that. Yeah, you didn't have to start a whole war of it. Just let like let Jenkins just take the L and have be down one you. I'm kind of cool that I'm like I'm 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 a boo on both sides, you know? Like y'all didn't have to cut off this dude's ear. You could have killed him or just fucking like reprimand him like 30 lashes or some dumb shit. Or like and then going to war is dumb too. What a waste of resources over something so petty. Like yeah, you lost the ear. This sucks, man, but like you are going to live and I don't want people to die over this. This is 1739. That guy was probably like in his thirties when he got his ear cut off. He was probably only had he had probably like 10, 10 years left anyway. Yeah, I I remember this story. I I heard it on a podcast, but it, I think everybody was dying by like fifty until like the year eighteen fifty. Yeah, I mean you're lucky to be in your thirties. Like, so live it up. Don't lose your ear though. <laughs> Don't lose your ear. Uh, in what? <laughs> what now? <laughs> in seventeen eighty one, Major General Lord Charles Cornwallis. I'm sorry, Cornwallis. I fucked it up. It's <laughs> fine. In 1781, Major General Lord Charles Cornwallis surrenders to George Washington and counts the Rocambu at Yorktown, Virginia. Cornwallis surrenders 7,157 troops, including sick and wounded, uh, 840 sailors, and 244 pieces of artillery. Yo, this is maybe highly unrelated. Is he Count de Rochambeau? Count de Rochambeau, yeah. That's Rochambeau. That's what this is. Oh, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Okay. So Rochambeau. Tell me about this Rochambeau. Rochambeau is sometimes what you do rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Which makes sense now because it's a story of three things. Three entities uh, going against okay. each other, one beating the other. Yeah. Okay. Cute. That's what you, they used to call rock, paper, scissors, Rochambeau? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Because I was like, that's so familiar. And I'm like. That's crazy. Oh, look at I say, yeah. 
I hope someone comes He's to me. He's a hot story. I, I hope someone comes to me and it's like, that's not what it's even fucking about, you yes. fucking asshole. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you dumb fuck. <laughs> uh, please get us, uh, get at us at now and then podcast gang at gmail.com and let yeah. us know how stupid we are. And rate us on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, please. And please. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Do it. Um, losses in this battle were light on both sides, though, and the Revolutionary War uh, was effectively ended after that. So. Quashed it. Kiboshed it. Put the kibosh on the red. <laughs> on the red. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's just like some like cool ass bro. Rev bro, revolutionary bro. Yeah, and they probably killed him because like they're like, why are you talking like that? He's a witch. They definitely put him on drummer patrol, and he just got fucking killed. Yeah. Um, in 1790, the tricolor is chosen as the official flag of France. And nothing was the same. Do you and, like that flag? It reminds me of Crest Toothpaste. Ooh, very valid. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I, 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 that flag was, when I finally actually looked at the tricolor, I realized how much we've done that. Like, as a society, like, red, yeah. white, blue. This is good. This is our nation. This works. We're the good guys. Fuck you. Not just those color combos, but the even just the three, mm-hmm. three combo, like yeah. three color flags. Boom, flag. boom, boom. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's cool. I just you realize it's like, wow, is this like a sign of oppression or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know who Loki has like one of the most lit flags? Who? Japan. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love because it's just it's just blank with a red dot. Red sign, and it's just dude. like, bro, that's the red sun, dude. Yeah, that. We just have the sun on our Ohio because I miss motherfuckers. Yeah, I feel that. Um, and Bhutan actually has a cool flag because it's like a it's like a double. It's like kind of like one of those like Mount Everest like mountain climbing kind of looking flag okay. things, and it's got like a like a lion and a tiger on it. Oh, okay, hell yeah. Mexico's flag, kind I know, of. It's got it had a dragon and a tiger on it. But anyway, see, I like Mexico because it's kind of doing the tricolor thing, but in it is like a battle of like snakes and yeah, and it's got a fucking hawks or uh, eagles or something. It's like. got an eagle with yeah. a carrying like a snake in one hand, yeah, and dude. like a bunch of arrows or something like that in the other. Or, like it's 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 some badass. Shit. That's badass. I think it's like sitting on a cacti, and then it's like also got like um some like. Titty bitches in the background. <laughs> Does it? Wow, damn. Got some big titty goth girls in the background. Jeez, she's mean. How long before there's a big titty goth girl flag? We we got to be creeping towards. We're it. Cre- like before Ru- the sun explodes. Russia's gonna beat us to it though. It's Putin fucking a bear. If anybody could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in 1797, the first successful parachute descent is made by. Andre Jacques Garn- Garnerin, who yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, who jumps from a balloon at some two thousand two hundred feet above Paris. I feel like that's like pretty lit though, because like that's really early for a parachute jump that high. The balls, not even eighteen hundreds yet. Like, the balls of steel, for real. I couldn't. I I'm not a heights guy mainly because I don't like falling. So count me out on that. First time? No, I'm not even gonna be the last guy to do that. Probably. Like you're safer jumping off your roof with a bed sheet. <laughs> you're fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Oh no. Yeah, um, no, I'm cool. I'm good. In uh, eighteen, that's what's also funny about the, the. I'm. It's crazy. The Wright brothers didn't kill themselves. 
fucking making that shit. I cringe every time I see that footage. I'm like, there's just you guys are crazy. You guys are literally crazy. Like, this is why people fight over where y'all were born and what y'all did where because yeah. of the fact of the matter that this is so insane. We still don't exactly get how y'all pulled it off. <laughs> For real. Uh, and real quick, another thing on that real quick is uh, I think it's hilarious that when they were making airplanes at first, that like when they were like trying to figure it out, um, <laughs> they're like their first idea was basically just more wings. Like, I get that. I like, get they that. Kept, like they kept stacking more wings on top of each other, like thinking that that was going to get like more lift. But then eventually, like just it, they collapsed on. Yeah. The, like there's literally. A, like a, I forget what the fucking name of that design of the plane was, but it collapsed under its own wings. Nope, that's not the way. That's not how you fly. Nope. Um, in 1812, Napoleon Bonaparte begins his retreat from Moscow. Yeah, talk about a stranger in Moscow. He said, "Uh, he said sorry, never mind." He played himself. He, yeah. he, they're like, "Where are they?" Well, they congratulations, left. you played yourself. They left you in the shitty town that they scorched, and uh, then they're gonna be following your ass. So you need a goal. DJ Khaled got right in his face and told him, <laughs> "We the best." No. Uh, in 1818, the United States and Britain established the 49th parallel as the boundary between Canada and the United States. Official. This the line. <laughs> Don't cross I, I, it. I like that Canada's like way more harsh about it than we are. Like, we like probably don't even care if Canadians come over. No. And they're like, what? What's that? You had a DUI one time when you were like 16, but you're like 48 now? Sorry, bud. Can't come to Canada ever. Ever. Like, I like that you did actually inject some Canadian twang into that bro accent yeah. that you did. That's right. You can tell that the guy does say A and eat poutine. Like, yeah, for sure. Oh, I eat poutine and poutine. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> and you know it's with the gravy. <laughs> Wash it down with some oval tea. <laughs> oh, you just start talking in French. Uh, and 18. What's the deal with oval tea? It's doing Seinfeld. Yep. Um, shout out Seinfeld. Never forget you. And 18. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's driving around cool cars in New York know, right now. I know. And probably sleeping with like a girl like our age. Our age. And we're just glad she's over 18. Yeah, right? honestly. <laughs> thank thank you for that. This time. Contract. Oh, yeah. In 1833, Alfred Nobel, inventor of dynamite and founder of the Nobel Prize, is born. Uh, he won the Nobel Prize in 1867. Uh, for his invention of dynamite, actually. Yeah. Uh, which is, I, I always thought it was funny. Like, okay, so Alfred Nobel, Nobel Prize, named after him. That's pretty dope. But, like, dynamite, though? Like, that's the guy we chose? We're like, oh, like, I get dynamite was, like, a big deal for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. But, like, we just nutted so hard over dynamite in 1867 that we're like, name every award that anybody. Anybody for the rest of human culture that comes up with something amazing, name it after that guy. <laughs> well, dynamite is crazy though, right? Because it's like it literally when they made it, they I think they really thought about the overhead good shit. Like we can blow up so much stuff. It's yeah, so cool. The, and then people like, yeah, the industrial applications were as yeah. good, if not greater, than the war. Monumental. Yeah. Yeah. But then they're like, we could also just throw it at people. Yeah. Yeah. We can also just blow people up. With <laughs> 
<laughs> and then no, and then dude's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> I gotta make up for this. <laughs> oh shit. Man, I love inventions. Um let's see. Uh, in eighteen thirty-six, yeah. the oh, in uh, eighteen sixty-seven. What? Oh, um, I kind of no. Well, um, I. I mix up my timeline. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So my I, bad. I, I got to fix it. Um, You're okay. So, yeah. So, in 1836, the match is patented. Oh, like the like the, yeah. the match? Like, psh, yeah. Psh, I don't like, know. Um, what was that sound sulf- effect? I think yeah. it's sulfur and I can't remember the exact formula for a match head. But yeah. I bet those first match heads sucked ass, dude. Oh, yeah. I bet they were so poopy. They probably smelled way worse than even the ones. Oh, yeah. Made. They probably smelled like hog butt. Hog butt. <laughs> they probably were made out of hog butt. <laughs> Literally. Um, in 1861, Western Union completes the first transcontinental telegraph line, putting the Pony Express out of business. Oh no! I feel like our Pony Express was like a, a fun fact. I, know, I, I feel like it was like a little. Like, I keep that with me, so it's like, oh no! I feel like it was like a cute niche, niche like American thing. Yeah, some dude fucking running around on a mule. Just riding into town on, a, on, on, I have to think like not even on a horse, like on a literal pony. Yeah, just like a little tiny pony, and he's just like got like a mail bag, and he's just like extra, extra. Read <laughs> all about it. But he's like also dressed like an old cowboy. Yeah, I like mine with a cowboy hat. And and uh, he would like dig holes in the dirt to fuck when he <laughs> when he gets when he gets lonely oh. out there on the on the on the frontier. I see your Pony Express man fucks nice. Yeah, um, that I I make that's a weird joke, but it's also apparently literally what cowboys would do. Oh, or they would fuck the cattle. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that fucking the, a hole in the ground is the a better alternative. They say a hole is a hole, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fresh after a nice rain, <laughs> the hole is <laughs> <or> the cow. <laughs> oh no! Oh shit! <laughs> oh boy. In 1867, the Alaska Territory is formally transferred to the U.S. from Russian control. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like there's like, we don't even, we're tired of this. You guys just do whatever you want with it. I mean, if we really had not found oil, that would not, I don't think it would have been as juicy of a deal. They're like, they had control over it, but they're like, you know what? It's kind of closer to you guys. Do you just want some, like, give us some money for it? Yeah. Do you just literally want to take it off our hands? Um... Let's see. Yeah, they didn't know about all the resources at the time, probably. Nope. That was a whiff. But oh well. Sucks to suck, Russia. <laughs> That's Vadanya. Even though, like, fucking Putin would, like, destroy... He literally killed Joe Biden with a handshake. I mean, yeah. A, a fucking paperclip could kill Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Malarkey can't take much. I don't know why, but I just when you said the paperclip, I just thought of like the paperclip on your computer. Yeah, <laughs> it just pops up. It's like I see that you're trying to kill the president. <laughs> Do you need help with that? Literally, that thing could startle Joe, and you know you die. <laughs> Joe, what's up? Whoa, what are Whoa. you doing here? <laughs> They'd have to like make up a story that he got like assassinated because <laughs> they're too embarrassed to tell. Yeah, how he actually that did. he death by fucking paperclip. <laughs> In 1867, also. The rules of American football are formulated at a meeting in New York among delegates from Columbia, Rutgers, Princeton, and Yale universities. Okay. 
making yeah. the rules to slap each other around and throw some pigskin. Yeah, so I actually would love to see, uh, especially because they call it pigskin. I mean, I guess now it, it still is leather. I don't know if it's pig leather. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, actually we could look it up, right? Yeah, like I mean, uh, I know. I think even to this, for a long time, maybe even to this day, the interior was inflated with a pig bladder. Yeah, um, they are made of typically made of cowhide or vulcanized rubber. Okay. Sweet, yeah, and, but for a long time, uh, they were filled, they were inflated with pig bladders, yeah. Um, and I just like, I feel like American football is just a crazy sport, it's my favorite sport, but like, just the evolution of it, it was uh, it was pretty rugged for the first 60, 70 yeah, years, yeah. It had some primitive roots, people in my died. opinion, yeah. Like, people were literally dying pretty cons- like consistently, um. Like, it was an every-year thing. Like, multiple people a year, every year, were dying yeah. playing football. Like we discussed in kind of the last episode. I it was either the yeah. last one or the one before. Yeah, we discussed how uh, Theodore Roosevelt mm-hmm. had uh, basically – he, like, held, like, a he, – he invited people from Congress or um, fucking – I can't think of it. I think it was Congress, right? Yeah, I think it was Congress. Yeah. But anyway, he invited people from Congress that were trying to, like, ban football at the time to come play a game on the White House lawn to show them, like, that they were being puss boys. Um, which is hilarious because that was the same year that, like, six people died in one football game. I was like, <laughs> it's kind of counterintuitive to be slamming these guys around and say, yeah, yeah like, you keep doing this. But I will say football is a cool sport. And I thought it was interesting that they were um, coming up with the rules that early. Yeah. See, in 1869 – Nice. I mean, actually, because I'll say one more thing about that real quick. It's interesting that they're making the rules for the sport that early because the uh, first professional baseball team wasn't even made the Cincinnati Reds until two years later. Wow. So it's that's before baseball. Like, um, in 1969, John Heisman, speaking of the devil, speaking of the foosball, because foosball's a devil. <laughs> Shout out, Waterboy. Yes. <laughs> Good movie. Now I just want to like read the rest of these. Like I'm Bobby Boucher. Make, mm-hmm. make it take like three hours. Eighteen Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I would drag no. it out. In 1869, John Heisman, American college football coach, for whom the Heisman Trophy uh, is named, was born. <laughs> Strike the pose again. Also, like really early, like you know, like um, a dude that the Heisman Trophy is named after was born in 1869. Yeah, fucking crazy. Um, 1901, Anna Edison Taylor at age 43 is the first woman to go safely over Niagara Falls in a barrel. <laughs> I love that that was the thing. It was a th- it was a common. It thing. was like she wasn't the first person to do well, that. Not period. uncommon, at least. Exactly. Like it, I remember seeing pictures of it and then art of it, and I'm like, oh, this is a joke. Like no, this is real. Like when I yeah. saw the photos, it was like, oh, these are real people doing that. That's so scary. Yeah, like I'm with you. Like the first first time I ever saw any reference to anything like that, it was like like a Looney Tunes or something. It was like a cartoon mm-hmm. where like a cartoon character is like in a barrel, yeah. goes over a waterfall, and it busts, but they're still alive. Yeah, you know? like um, which was not the case for many. Actually, apparently, so many people were doing it and dying. Yeah, <laughs> that uh. I forget who who put it up, but there was a cash reward. Somebody, I don't know if it's like the state of New York or like uh, the Canadian government or who did it, but like somebody put up put up a money reward oh that God. said like if you if you can if you can make it over alive, you can get all this money. 
And this uh, was their fucking who wants to be a millionaire event, like type shit. And honestly, I should have looked up what the what the amount she she got was, but she did it. Anna yeah. Taylor, forty three, was the first person to go over uh, Niagara Falls in a barrel, and she made the attempt uh, for a cash reward Why that she put towards a loan on her Texas ranch. <laughs> it's just it, it, people think people think that the whole idea of like that's the american dream yes exactly that <laughs> like capital is fused like competition of just weird things like it's like hey risk your fucking life for money why not man like it, it'd be a cool thing you can make history we do live in a country where you can just win money and a <laughs> lot and a <laughs> lot of doing it. crazy things yeah. <laughs> cut off your arm and i'll just give you some money <laughs> there's, you there's, there's a, at least one person in america that will do that yeah right what's an arm you're giving me a million dollars gary Busey is probably that person oh, dude just some coked out like millionaire florida man will take that in a heartbeat uh in 1916 henry ford awards equal pay to women nice well nice. i mean it, the I, he didn't do it though because no one's getting oh in he, his he job did. right yeah, in, in his, his factory i was gonna say because yeah. i'm like i mean cool but like it didn't happen yeah. everywhere or henry ford he didn't yeah. change the world not just in his factory no i guess factories yeah. yeah um but like that's still life's pretty uh i mean oh yeah no that's that's rebel that's a good crazy step. in and of itself that yeah. someone finally made the step yeah because yeah. everyone should be doing that but i think um is it? St- I don't know if it's still the case even now, but uh, I mean, for a long time, women were making like seventy to eighty cent on on the dollar for a lot of jobs that men were making. Yeah, uh, which I hope you know isn't the case anymore. But in nineteen seventeen, the first donut is fried by Salvation Army volunteer women for American troops in France during World War One. Thank you, women. Yeah, no, seriously. Thank, thanks, French babes, for like. It's basically just a bunch of French babes that were like, "Ooh, look at these hands of American soldiers!" Yeah, and then they're like, um, "Surely they're so hungry from fighting this war." And um, that's not—it's a terrible French accent, but <laughs> it's fine. It's that's, that's what they sound like in my brain. And um, it's French enough, man. Yeah, like they and they just fried up some dough for the boys. Put put some sugar on it. Did this like proto like like psychologically like start the idea of like enforcement eating donuts oh like cops and yeah because yeah, the cops are because the boys come back from the military you usually get back into something like being yeah. a police officer you miss that sexy hot french dough yeah honestly isaiah you took a step with that yeah and it was a big step for mankind <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking heads. We're going to be talking heads for some history channel someday. Because <laughs> I like I like where your brain went with that. Because you, I do. There's you're probably not wrong about that. I'm not saying like yes, but you're, there's probably. Like, I feel like there's some there's kind a correlation. Of, there's some kind of feedback loop that maybe yeah. got generated from there. Um, in 1918, the cities of Baltimore and Washington run out of coffins during the Spanish influenza epidemic. Man, that's uh, not good. That's a, a not good. <laughs> That's our stellar speaking, commentary. Speaking of my bad accents or bad accents in general, um, no, I don't know, man. It's it's weird now because I mean, this conversation would hit different for me five years ago. Hearing this little factoid, yeah. but now I think like, wow, the correlations between now and then. Like, that's right, I said it, just like the fucking podcast. Um, but like, you know, now we have COVID, 
You know what I mean? And people just boom, 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 dying from shit like that. And like one of the things is like, well, this isn't the Spanish flu. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's fucking well be. <laughs> I could we could try to Baltimore up the accent, like. Hey, is he is he you and guys got any any coffins over there? <laughs> See, I think you're doing white B more. I'm thinking black B more, which is Oh, you're doing the wire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're doing the wire. I can't like I can't do a good Bodie. <laughs> and honestly, the only like Baltimore like oh, area man. thing I could think of was Ewan's instead of y'all. God, that was or you good, guys. Dude. They say that Ewan's. was a good read, Brad. You're like, oh, you're talking the wire. Come <laughs> like, oh yeah, you. In 1920, Timothy Leary, American psychologist who experimented experimented with psychedelic drugs, was born. Nice. Yeah. Tune in, turn on. Was it turn on, tune in, drop or tune out? Was it turn on, tune out? Turn on, tune in, drop Drop out. out. Yeah. Turn on, tune in, drop out. Thank you. Yeah. Fourth time is the chance. Sure. We're high anyway. Hey, man, I just experimented with too many psychedelic drugs. Right, life's a trip. Uh, in 1925, Johnny Carson is born, American television personality who hosted The Tonight Show for fucking forever, dude. <laughs> fucking forever. Like, from, like, the 60s to, like, the 90s. Like, yeah. I mean, it was, like, a long ass I mean, he really thought of standing. Um, yeah, and actually, I mean, we still have the te- – like, he, he made it so iconic – like they just never got rid of the show. That like it's just always been new. Like the Tonight Show is still going. It's fucking Jimmy Fallon now. Yeah. So it's that's that's. I mean, if you guys want to get real technical, that's the same show. God, I forget. It's just a it's just new host. I kind of forget. Speaking about it forever, I forgot Fallon is still on. Yeah, I think like he's a good, he's a good enough like personality. Like yeah, I, don't, I didn't always find him that funny. Um, but like he's funny enough. He's got a good personality. He's not problematic. He's not you know causing troubles for like the network yeah you know he's not like somebody like that's like he's not like uh what's his name that was he's not like letterman walking around like grabbing ass and Mm -hmm. assaulting people so yeah i think he just has like a little bit of a booze problem but who doesn't these days (laughs) but who does um in 1926 chuck berry is born Ooh, yeah rock and roll performer and legendary pervert oh yeah Good in the band. Literally paid a contractor to install a camera in the oh, yeah. bathroom at like an office building that he owned. Fuck, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hired a whole... Which... Why is the, the contractors to be in trouble? Oh, like, definitely. Definitely. Like, that's down the line bad. Like So, um, in 1929, Black Thursday happened. The first day of the stock market crash, which began the Great Depression. Uh-oh. That's just when, like, all those fucking, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, uh, funny to me, like, that any, like, rich stock mar- market person, because it still happens nowadays where, like, oh, yeah. some rich stock market dude will, like, lose, like, millions of dollars or lose, like, crazy amounts of money in the, in the market and they'll just fucking, like, jump out the fucking window or kill themselves or something crazy. Um, it's not that dramatic always, uh, but... On Black Thursday, it was in 1929. There was like literally, like apparently, like multiple fucking Wall Street motherfuckers were like jumping out of windows and just killing themselves and shit. Yeah. And uh, I just think it's funny because it's like, I don't know. I mean, shit was bad, but like, it's the 20s. Like, <laughs> what? Wait, 
I was waiting for you to get just something very like, yeah, very good. But you're no. like, nah, it was just way back when. Like, just go hang on a wheat field. Yeah, like for real. <laughs> Like it's 1929. You're like, you're like, oh no, I lost a hundred thousand dollars, which is like a lot of fucking money. But like, oh. back then it's probably like a billion. I don't know, man. Because that's the thing, dude. Money is money. And like at the end of the day, what these people were doing, you're right. It was so much money. It might not have been millions then, but it was so much money. It might as well have been to them. Like they were betting on their futures with this money, yeah. and they all got fucked because this shit just crescendoed down. Like. It, it, why? I mean, I, I know there's like a bunch of details on why the the great. Actually, happened. I just um, don't remember. Or... Yeah, I actually don't remember either. There was there's there's actually like a, a really cool like chain event thing that um, kind of caused the Great Depression. But, yeah, um, I can't really remember the sequence of mm-hmm. events. No, but but that um, can you when you're right, it can still happen today, and I think it just still has the same effects. I think weirdly, I'm and, saying like the difference between like today and back then is like back then you lose all your money. Like, dude, it's 1929. Just, like, you can do anything. There's still so much that hasn't been done. Like, go murder. You could – it's 1929, guys. You could literally just start, like, luring people into the woods and murdering them, taking their, <laughs> taking their jewelry, and no one will ever know. It's just like you're going to the prayer. You're like, well, you're just living a better life. You're not an even. And I'm not trying to be, like, encourage that kind of <laughs> shitty behavior. But, I mean – If anything, I say the H. opposite. H.H. Holmes did it. I, if anything, I say the opposite is true. This is the first time as society we dealt with something this catastrophic in terms of money. We true. were on and up, and this is the first time where we literally went back down to a zero that we didn't know existed for us. And I think nowadays we're mentally more prepared, psychologically more prepared for that to happen again and again. That's why we even changed the name. Oh, it's not a depression. It's a recession. <laughs> Relax. We're cool. It's okay. Yeah, we're we're all in debt, baby. It's fine. Like we're all in debt, baby. <laughs> yeah, I think there was just such a crazy like. This is it. We're done. It, it, aliens might as well come tomorrow. Nothing matters. We have no money, and um, then we survived. Also, what's crazy is like at a certain point, like and with the exception of maybe like you know taking loans from China or whatever. Like I'm not even getting all that. China, like, China, China. With the exception of that, like if that's not happening, then who at a certain point. Who do we owe money to? Just just erase it. Like, oh yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. You know what I mean? At a certain point, why, why don't you just say, you know what? All the debt's gone. We're just fucking starting over. Do you know like, we actually have a plan for that that we couldn't implement? I found out a week or two ago. Um, it's a conversation where we could literally just make a coin that's worth a trillion dollars. What? We could just mint it. We could just do that. And it would be a trillion dollar coin. We cash it in, and our debts would be paid for. We could just do that. Can we do that? <laughs> right, right. And that's, that's still what I'm saying. It's like yeah. at a certain point, it's not even like a actual like gold exchange or cash exchange kind of thing. At a certain point, it, I think it's just numbers. Yeah, it's just numbers. The reason we don't do that is because it would distort how our market and value would work. Yeah. Things like that would make our the value of our dollar like plummet even more yeah. or something like Next that. Next thing you know, people are like trying to sell you bread for like $150. And then the fucking like... Brits are fucking teabagging us saying how good they are and look how yeah. strong their euro is. Fuck that. <laughs> we'll stay poor. <laughs> I don't want your quid. <laughs> I don't want your quid. <laughs> Shove it up your arse, mate. Uh... <laughs> As our like one 
English listener. I hope, yeah, I hope loves- any European guy who <laughs> tunes in is like, what the fuck was that? We had like one in betweener like listening to us. Like, oh, have you seen the in betweener? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and. 1930, the Big Bopper is born, aka what? Giles Perry Richardson Jr. Bop it, Big Bopper. He's a singer, songwriter, musician, uh, who had an early. He's like an early star of rock and roll. Um, one of his big songs was Chantilly Lace. Ooh. He died in the same plane crash that killed Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the pilot Roger Peterson. Um, particularly crazy because like the Big Bopper, he was. Pardon me. He was pretty young himself when that happened, and I don't even know if I remember how Chancely Lace goes or some of his like music. So I can't really comment how fucking good the Big Bopper was. But um, yeah. if he was anything like Buddy Holly or Richie Valens, yeah, if he's in the same league as them, then like, dude, I, I and that's why I, I included him is because he's the Big Bopper. He was that iconic plane crash, and you know, I just felt like it was historically yeah. relevant. Um. And also, I wanted to give flowers to Buddy Holly and Richie Valens, too, because, um, like I said, Big Bopper, really young and talented, like Holly and Valens. Holly was 21, and Valens was, I think, 18. Damn. And they were, like, super talented. I mean, Richie Valens, uh, like, he would have been, like, the OG Bruno Mars. He would have been, like, okay, like, really, like, he was, like, a crazy, like, crazy talented singer, dancer um buddy holly was like just a really gifted songwriter Um, right they're just and they're both really young for how good they were and they just all died in a plane crash (laughs) shit dude fucking planes and just i don't want to say celebrities because i mean planes do crash all the time they just we focus on the celebrity deaths true but um i mean Aaliyah. yeah uh who else um john denver not travis parker (laughs) (laughs) not travis parker Uh, Not today. Kobe was a Kobe helicopters, dude. Same difference. Someone, someone's made this joke before. I'm stealing it, but it's like, just don't get in a fucking helicopter. Just fucking don't do it. Like, your odds somehow just magnify so much higher than just a plane. And don't give me that goddamn. Oh well, you can drive in a car and it's like, no, fuck you. It's actually, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but um, it's actually funny that you that we brought up. Th- this plane crash and the fact that you brought up that it's such a thing because yeah. uh coincidentally this same week in history is the skinner plane crash see man yeah you know Fuck. if you're a musician don't get on a fucking plane the week you, of you know though, october 18th but before. you know though i've heard that that people do have that superstition that they're just like fuck it we don't do world tours and yeah. we do bus tours like we don't get on planes yeah uh in 1931 mickey mantle was born Baseball great who played for the New York Yankees. Also uh, tapped some Marilyn Monroe. Dude, nice. So I got to give him credit for that. Yeah, dude. Actually, apparently, um, I actually feel really bad for Mickey Mantle. Apparently, he was like, uh, it's kind of maybe on some simp shit to a degree. But oh he, he, well, because he he did date, um, I think was even engaged to, actually, they might have even gotten married at one point briefly. He was with Marilyn Monroe. They were like pretty serious, and then um, they ended up splitting up for whatever reason. And then she ended up uh, just like gangbanging the JFKs or the, the JFK, the Kennedys. <laughs> the JFKs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing, same thing, yeah. Yeah, our 
uh, Robert Kennedy and, and a Kennedy is a Kennedy. A Kennedy's Kennedy. Kennedy. She was banging Kennedy. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyways, she like she like I guess they broke up and she that's like really like when her fame like spikes and she got like real like pilled out or whatever and was gang banging Kennedys and uh, apparently he was like super heartbroken when she died and like uh, he's like talks about he's like oh like that was that was the love of my life like that's the girl I got away man. Well, and it's like. Sorry, Mickey should have tried harder or something, but I don't know. You know, the wild, wild horses. And yeah. also, like, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't tie a wild horse like Marilyn down, dude. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I just felt bad for him because he was really like he actually was really in love with her, and uh, she was just too busy with the pills and Kennedy dick. As a single divorcee, I, I think you're right. That's some same shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I would have been like, you know. RP. <laughs> you say that until like your your ex wife starts banging to Kennedy. No, I'm okay. No, I'm just I'll actually be stoked if she did. Like I'd be like, dude, high five, dude. <laughs> you really come a long way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in 1931, Al, aka Alphonse Capone, uh, the Prohibition era Chicago gangster, is sent to prison for tax evasion. They fucking got his ass. That's. Literally. What a nerdy way to get got, dude. It's, that's the only way they could get him. Yeah, I know. That's like, how they that's how they had to do it. Like they literally had all these top cops running his shit. Top cops. Running through, breaking barrels, fucking trying to really just waste their time. And they're like, but we'll just get him on the numbers. Which is really and, and then this I think they they come up with Rico. Like this is where you should know as a criminal, it's over. It's over because the idea of Al Capone is you're too big to fail now. Yeah. Like you can push a mayor down the fucking stairs. Get fucked. You have so much money. No one cares. But now the government will get you. They'll find a way to get you. They'll get sweaty nerds with neckties to fucking get your ass. It's over. I feel like, um, I feel like you're talking, you're saying like top cops, but I'm just thinking like, I feel like, the type of police officer back then, like I feel like there just was no good police officers, but even like the detectives. No, that's like, why they gush over Elliot Ness, who really wasn't even like that great. He was just like a decent dude and like got obsessed with Al Capone. I feel like they like act like people probably act like, oh, they were detectives were working diligently to to nail Capone. And it's like meanwhile, in a smoky office room, there's just like a detective like smoking a cigar, drinking a glass of drinking, brandy, like drinking legal brandy. Drinking, yeah, drinking legal, legal brandy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, smoking a cigar, talking about like, sorry, I can't be helping no dames right now. I just gotta, gotta focus on this Capone stuff. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get this son of a bitch, Meryl. I'm gonna get him. That's not a Kevin Costner impression, by the way. Okay, so I'm gonna come for me because I, I, I watched The Untouchables. I'm just doing a bad. I watched The Untouchables. <laughs> I'm just doing a bad Elliot. I think Ness impression, right? Yeah, yeah. In 1938. Christopher Lloyd is born. Actor uh, who was Doc in Back to the Future. Nice. Um, he's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit and won three Emmys, two of them for his role as Jim Ignoski in Taxi TV series. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Danny DeVito was in Taxi, yep. too. Yeah, he was, and his wife at the time. Uh, Rita Rita. She was a famous Rita like, Perlman or whatever. Yeah, I, I think he's she. He's been married to her for forever. I think they're still married. Are they? Oh no, they got divorced like I think this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like recent. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd, also the inspiration for um, uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Because yeah. it's basically it's ba- spoofing yeah. Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. So. In 1938, Chester Carlson invents the photocopier. He tries to sell the machine to IBM, RCA, and Kodak, uh, but they see no use for a gadget that makes nothing but copy. Yeah, that's a whiff. It just makes more pictures of our pictures? Who's going to need that? Yeah, like, I don't see I. I mean, I get how you can see how it, se- it kind of seems maybe a little gimmicky, but, like, you don't see, like, there being any kind of possible use for that. I mean, that's just dumb. Like, yeah, like, I get lowballing the idea, but you definitely want it. Like, you definitely go, yeah, oh, we can idea. mass produce things? Like, oh, yeah. In 1939, um, yeah, I thought I skipped one. In 1939, Lee Harvey Oswald, well, ours were to some. In 1939, Lee Harvey Oswald is born. Assassin of President JFK. Allegedly. I think he was one of the gunmen. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm, I'm just meaning. Definitely not um, the only gunman, though. You can't tell me that that... that what is, what is your, what's the theory you lean on? I don't know if you're talking about uh, this on the pot two, or not. Two on the grassy knoll, or at least one on the grassy knoll. and um, Or maybe two, like one gunman, one to help him, like, kind of, like, create a diversion or something to get away. You know, like... Like a psychic or whatever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it had to just be based on... Because if you're going with Oswald as the only gunman, you basically have to go with the magic bullet theory. And that's just dumb. It's dumb. It's stretch. It's cute, but getting through all of it, it's like, oh, no, this is not possible. Like, yeah. it, it, it's highly unlikely. Um, the theory I've landed on is one I kind of got from, not kind of, I literally got it from last pod when they go through the JFK assassination. Um, Pretty much how they kind of posit it is it's the CIA, but it's not like a deliberate CIA thing. Like there was an accident that happened with the secret service where once Oswald starts shooting in that moment, the guy jumps back, pulls the gun up too fast, no safety and just shoots and pops Kennedy. And in that situation, it makes sense for me then why the cover-up shit starts to happen in response because you don't want to be the country that shot your own president on accident and couldn't protect him in an assassination attempt. So that's the theory I kind of landed on um, and I like the most. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one I haven't really heard, but like, it's certainly plausible. It makes sense on paper. Uh, in 1940, Pele is born. Ooh, Pele, Pele. A legendary Brazilian soccer player who scored 1,281 goals in 22 years. Sheesh. Which um, I actually don't know soccer stats that well, but I just know that Pele is con- – He's goaded. He, he's the, yeah, he's the goat. He's uh, the Jordan of soccer. Yeah. Uh, uh, any good Brazilian player, he, they always compare him to Pele. In 1942, Michael Crichton – Creighton? Michael Creighton. Creighton? Yeah. Creighton? Yeah, I think you're right. In 1942, Michael Creighton, writer of Jurassic Park and the Andromeda String, is born. Uh, Actually, like, super good writer. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, He is really, I think he actually has a, like, PhD in biology um, or or chemistry or both or something. He's a super, super smart dude. Um, So that's what's cool about Jurassic Park and actually the Andromeda String is is he includes the science that he's talking about, like, um, do you remember in the beginning of Jurassic Park, they there's like that DNA 
like animation thing and it like explains like how like oh like we had to use certain like filler dna from it's like the dna thing explaining how like they like bioengineered the dinosaurs Mm -hmm. he like explains like fucking like chemically like how he would like bio it's obviously not like real but it's like real enough science that like he knows enough about real science that he makes it like it makes it fake way way more plausible than like just saying oh here's dna strand yeah exactly from that i made that and so he, uh, he he's like really in depth with his writing. Yeah. <clears throat> in 1944, Peter Tosh is born, reggae musician, member of the Whalers, uh, before establishing a successful solo career. Nice. Yeah, Peter Tosh is cool. Legalize it. Don't criticize it. Yep, yep. Um, in 1947, the House. Un-American Activities Committee opens public hearings on alleged communist infiltration in Hollywood. Among those denounced as having un-American tendencies are Catherine Hepburn, Charles Chaplin, and Edward G. Robinson. Among those called to testify is Screen Actors Guild President Ronald Reagan, who denies that leftists ever controlled the guild and refuses to label anyone a communist, uh, which is probably the only cool thing Reagan ever did. Right, I was like, that's weirdly chill of him. But that's because I think he was involved. He's like, look, yeah. dude, I don't align with communists. Because if he says <laughs> yes at all, then they're like, now he is also yeah. under heavy investigation or scrutiny. Yeah. yeah. And you don't get to lose the record of like, you were in bed with communists one way or the other there. Yeah. Which I wish. I wish Reagan was red. Oh, man. In 1948, Tom Petty, singer, songwriter, and musician, is born. Uh, he's the lead singer of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, founder of the Traveling Wilburys, and Mudge Crutch Bands. Ooh. Uh, and has been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2002. See, I used to hate Tom Petty as a kid because uh, I fell asleep during one of the Super Bowls and his fucking halftime performance woke me up and I was mad. <laughs> um, but... Um, Growing up later on in life, like as a young adult, I really started sticking to him. Like after the weed, after the weed, yeah, yeah. For sure. it's kind of funny. Like uh, I saw Tom Petty in concert. And yeah, I used to like Tom Petty more, and then I saw him in concert, and he sucked. And I was like, oh, and he's old. Yeah, but still. In nineteen forty-eight, Lynette Squeaky from is. <laughs> Is born unsuccessfully attempted to assassinate President Gerald Ford on September fifth, nineteen seventy five. The old whoopsie daisy. Yeah. Also, for anyone who doesn't know, Lynette Squeaky Fromm is also one of the Manson family. Yep. She was there the night of the murders, but was not. I believe was not one of the like perpetrators mm. or knife stabber, yeah, cutterer, right on the wallers. I had. A, I listened to a weird interview with one of the women who is in prison for that shit as well she's a nice lady though like it's, it's so bizarre yeah. that like you know i mean that's how it works you know time happens you get older you change you realize you made a mistake yeah you realize you got fucking brainwashed with acid and fucking yeah hate speech when you were like 18 and mm-hmm. super dumb and impressionable yeah it's like it's literally just a completely different person in 1952 Oh, shit. Yana. I probably just made some listener, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. They're in traffic, like, whoa. And I, as they rear-end somebody. No. <laughs> in 
1952, Jeff Goldblum, actor of Jurassic Park and Independence Day, is born. Okay, all right. And yeah. 1949. Oh, see, I skipped one because I fucked up my timeline. So we're going to do 1941. We're going to do that anyway. 1949, the People's Republic of China is formally proclaimed. Okay, nice. Yeah. And these uh, next two, actually, no, there's two more in 1952 that I had, but um, one of them is actually cool. Um, so this is not the cool one. In 1952, Chuck Lorre, uh, a.k.a. Charles Levine, is born. He's a TV writer, director, producer, and composer. Created several successful sitcoms, including Dharma and Greg and The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say you're saying that's a bad one. Bro, I fuck with Dharma and Greg. I'm going to let I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you, bro. I like Karen. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the Karen character. Yeah. Um, what, was the guy, what was the gay guy's name? Oh, gosh. I do. He was funny, too. Yeah. Um, or no, um, fucking Greg was gay, but there was another gay guy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Because they had like a almost relationship or something. Because I remember, yeah, I even watched the little reboot thing that happened. It was fun. Um, but yeah, Big Bang Theory is very bazinga. What can you do? What can you say? Yeah, exactly. Um, basically, like he—I mean, he's successful. Yeah, and he's and he's also he's like, good at what he does. I'm just saying, like, and for better or worse, he—he's the guy who helps cringe. churn out all those things. And really, he's bumper stickering a lot of these things. Like, yeah. it's kind of like the Stan Lee thing. Like, you're just in the room, and you paid for some of it, maybe. Like, <laughs> and you just ordered take out with them and they don't want to kick you out yeah you already paid for your food mm-hmm. these people pitch this fucking <laughs> elevator thing to you and you're like yeah sure whatever in 1952 the Nobel prize for medicine is awarded to ukrainian-born microbiologist selmart a walksman for her discovery of an effective treatment of tuberculosis damn clutch yeah it's super clutch because like for people were literally just all of human history people were just dying, dying from tb of tb or dying of consumption yeah, like, the consumption. I forgot yeah. things to call it. Yeah. Um, could have saved Edgar Allan Poe's wife and mother. Could have saved his thirteen-year-old wife, his child wife, his child wife. I was, I was gonna be an asshole and probably say cousin wife, but I probably wasn't even it. I think he was a child cousin wife. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a child cousin. wife. I'm trying not to like rag on uh, Poe as much. Um, in 1956, Carrie Fisher, actress, author, and screenwriter, is born. Uh, best known as her role as Princess Leia in the original Star Wars trilogy and her best-selling novel, Postcards, From the Edge. Hmm. Uh, she is daughter of singer Eddie Fisher and actress Debbie Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Dude, she was so badass. Who, Carrie Fisher? Yeah. Yeah, she had definitely had bad bitch energy. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1956... Car- I want to say Carrie. In 1956, Craig Bartlett is born animator, writer, and uh, creator of Hey Arnold, who also worked on Rugrats. Ah, Hey Arnold. Yeah, guy who made Hey Arnold. I'm glad I made that stupid hey Rugrats Arnold. joke. But na 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 Nineteen fifty-nine, Alfred Weirdow Yankovic, singer, songwriter, and satirist, known for his humorous rewrites of popular songs and parodies of pop culture, is born. See, this is a guy who nails uh satire. 
by the way. Like, yeah, like to me, I don't feel like it does it in a very lighthearted, goofy, and yeah, like often clever way. Like, when people mention satire, they often want to go to Mark Twain for me, and I'm like, okay, sure, by definition, it's weird out on a Mark Twain level, but that's what I'm saying. To me, weird out, and people are gonna give me shit for this, maybe, but I'm saying weird out is more of the standard than Mark Twain because his satire does not punch down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his satire is something you see it, you understand it as funny, even though it's not what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like, whereas like, oh, is Mark Twain racist? Oh, no, 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 no. Mark Twain's <laughs> not racist. And it's like, but I have to kind of like think about this and you have to like kind of tell it to me. <laughs> Look, they're black and they can't say asthma. That's just true. <laughs> Damn it. I always thought white nerdy was super like, like even the music video is pretty clever. Okay, I thought you were saying it was problematic. No. <laughs> like, you're like, oh no. no that's like that's like um because I forget like I was it was gonna make a comparison to something you said about him, but yeah, I mean I just I think he's a good good satirist, good uh yeah. good writer, gets and his he like his family like went through some shit like they like died in some like carbon monoxide thing, like shit. It's wild. Weird out. Yeah, his parents. That's fucked up. Yeah. In 1960, John Claude Van Damme is born, martial artist, actor, and director, best known for Bloodsport and The Expendables too. Dude, Bloodsport fucks. John Claude Van Damme. He's fine. Damn. Excuse me. Bob Dylan uh, in 19... Oh, I'm not going to say the year. <laughs> in 1961, Bob Dylan records his first album in a single day at a cost of $400. I'm sure, though, in 61... About three grand. About yeah, three grand. I was going to say in 61, that's money. probably a decent chunk of change. Yeah. In 1962, honestly, though, if, if three, three for three grand... In a if day? You're, if yeah. you're really good for... Yeah, if you can do the whole thing in a day and you're happy with the quality... Oh, hell yeah. It's a decent deal. Yeah. Especially if it's something professional. Uh, in 1962, Doug Flutie, collegiate quarterback and pro football quarterback who won the Heisman Trophy and Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Award in 1984 is born. Nice. Um, he also, in 84, as year he graduated and got drafted, um, he threw this fucking crazy – I forget what game it was. I don't – I think it was just a rivalry game, but he threw this crazy Hail Mary pass with like, just look up Doug Flutie Hail Mary pass. It's like the most epic Hail Mary pass. In 1968, Jacqueline Kennedy marries Aristotle. Aristotle, or Aristotle yeah. I was like, ah. I was like, I know you could do it. I was gonna get it, Isaiah. I know. You um, gotta talk God Greek to me. But I'm kind of. <laughs> I kind of always thought, like, I always thought Jacqueline's name, like, I knew that she was uh, referred to as, like, Jackie Onassis or, like, um, Kennedy Onassis. Whatever. Yeah, that old JKL. But, like, I just, I don't know, man. I just always thought Onassis was, like, her maiden name. And then. Mm, that makes sense. You know what I mean? And then she yeah. was, like, from, like, a well-to-do family, so she wanted to keep her name. But no, like. She just fucking also, uh, it's 1968. That's like three years after your husband's brains and skull were like in your hand. 
after you that's like not even four years after you picked up your husband's brains off the back of a car i mean a fair but like i mean how long is she supposed to be in mourning she's already like a little more than that get married in less than five years so, so literally what five years you want five years you need five <laughs> years of mourning <laughs> nah i'd be snatching dick in like months <laughs> You did what you could. You literally did above and beyond. You tried to put that man back together again. Let's, yeah, <laughs> she had a Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's also act like not act like uh, Jackie O is attractive. We've had this combo before. I do not want to besmirch the name of Jackie any further on this podcast. <laughs> I would. <laughs> you might. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk bad about anybody's looks, especially women. I'm just saying that historically speaking, Jackie O is referred to as like, oh my gosh, Jackie Kennedy, she's so gorgeous. What a beautiful first lady. She's so sophisticated and gorgeous. And it's like, guys, I'm just telling you to Google it yourself right now and look at what that woman looks like. That's all I'm saying. In 1968, U.S. athletes Tommy Smith and John Carlos are suspended by the U.S. Olympic Committee for giving the Black Power Salute while receiving their medals at the Olympic Games in Mexico City. Wow. Petty shit. Yeah, petty as fuck. Especially like in 1968 when like, I don't know, there's a little thing called civil rights that's happening right now. Right. So if there's ever a time that I am like 100% okay with some athletes throwing up some Black Power signs, it's probably during like them trying to just get rights. (laughs) But honestly, the Olympic Games are kind of like notorious for just being shitty. Like in terms of like Trying to like, you know, just overregulate. Like, you can't yeah. be political here, even though this is a highly politicized event. <laughs> and we're just really talking about people being people, but what well, we can't do that in the Olympics. In nineteen, yep, in nineteen seventy one, Snoop Dogg, aka Calvin Broadus Jr., rapper, songwriter, actor, and. AKA all round super stoner bad bitch is born. Yes. Um, I think that, he's doing a Halloween special with uh, Martha Stewart on uh, Peacock. Of course. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to add that. <laughs> you know what, though? It's probably going to be lit. They're probably going to smoke a fat one, and Martha's probably going to cook some some tasty, yeah. fucking coolest cookies you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then Snoop's going to be like, damn, Martha, these are good ass cookies. Whatever Snoop says. Yeah, I just want to. I because a lot of times that's the extent of Snoop's comments. I'll forever ship them. I forever want them to. But do he's got good energy. Bang! That's what I want so bad. They're actually, you know what? I was gonna say. I was gonna. Snoop Dogg looks a lot older than he is. To me, at least. I'm I, well. The way like I... if you just look at them, or Martha Stewart also looks young for her age. But I was gonna say if you look at them, the age difference doesn't seem huge. Yeah. But he is born in 71. She's born in like 41. Oh, yeah. Okay, I hear what you're saying now. Yeah. yeah. Still. But shit, I... To be I, fair, I think was, I think she's actually born in like 51. If I, I, had, I think it's like... If I had a shot at Martha, bro, take it. I mean, honestly, like it. if I'm being honest, if I... I'm not saying I would, but I'm saying if I had to have sex with any woman that age, it's Martha Stewart. Yeah, uh, Martha Stewart is one of those women for me. Is it? Oh, um, who else is alright? There's some fucking like so, so, uh, the the Hispanic lady that's um, on like America's Got Talent and stuff. What's her name? 
um uh, Sofia Vergara. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was gonna say from Modern Family for me. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. 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 She's yeah, like yeah. pushing sixty and yeah. hot as shit. But yeah, hot <laughs> shit. But hot shit. But dude. Um. But and let's stop objectifying. Fair. And oh yeah, but she also uh, Snoop Dogg was born nineteen seventy one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Snoop. Shout out Snoop. This really was about you. Uh, in 1973, President Richard Nixon rejects an appeals court demand to turn over the Watergate tapes. Bad move. Yeah, it doesn't help your case. He really probably maybe could have salvaged it a lot better had he just came out about it at first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just fired from just bit the bullet and been like, a, like yeah. more transparent about it instead yeah. of like trying to like hire like some fucking cronies to go like break into a fucking hotel. Yeah. It just be, it it makes the government look bad when you make that move because it shows that the government can literally get away with it. it shows that the government isn't very good, that the leader of the military isn't even good enough at telling three guys to organize a plan. Oh, to, I know. You know, like very haphazard. Yeah. Uh, in 1977, the charter. See, this was last time. In 1977, the charter plane uh, that was carrying. The band, Southern rock band, Leonard Skinner, crashes in Mississippi, killing three of the members, along with their assistant road manager, the pilot, and co-pilot. Damn. So, yeah, see, three members of the band, assistant road manager, so six people. I think uh, about half the people on the plane, because there's probably about a dozen. Um, actually, one of the people that, uh, one of the reasons they got help, and probably more of them like, didn't die, is... One of the I can't remember which member it was, guitar player, bass player. But point is, one of the one of the fucking members of the band um, remembers like one of them says like they remember like waking up, but then they couldn't move because their bones were broken, and they also I think had like a, a seat on top of them or something. And, but then another one was like he did get up, like he managed, like he was like in such crazy shock that he had a compound fracture of his ribs, and he had like at least like one of his ribs sticking out of his body and fucking walked like through the forest until he found like some dude's like pickup truck and like was like, yep, I'm in Skinner. We're all dead. <laughs> Come help We're us. all dead. <laughs> Shit. I know I should laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then like literally that was like the first, the very, the immediate first responders were uh, like some, like just some farm boys, like a bunch of like, just like country dudes that just ran out and tried to help. Um, they eventually got like a helicopter or something out there. But like I said, at least half the people on the plane died. Unfortunately. Yeah. In 2003, Mother Teresa is beatified. I think that's how you say that. Beatified. Beatified. Beatified by Pope John Paul II for her work among the poorest of poor in India. Um, that's all well and good, but guys, Mother Teresa is was a piece of shit. Yeah, she was a fraud. Yeah. She was basically like one of those like, uh, for fifteen cents a day, you can send us money and we'll help poor people. But really, we're gonna pocket the money. Yeah, she actively hated poor people. Yeah. She viewed them as like a resource that like was like kind of like scum, but like we're going to happen, and like your only purpose was to serve God's message. And yeah. like, that's it. Point blank period. Like she was weirdly a religious woman, but like just warped woman. Yeah. Like, 
just terrible, terrible people. The the actual organization was terrible. She would like practically euthanize people. It just shit makes my skin crawl when I actually learned about that stuff. Yeah. And nineteen, or I'm sorry, and going back in time. <laughs> in two thousand five, former Iraq dictators, or I should say Iraqi. In 2005, former Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein's trial or trial for I'm sucking at reading today, dude. It's okay, man. Trial for crimes against humanity begins in Baghdad. Yeah. Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> Bombs over Baghdad. Yeah, that was a interesting time, and then we just literally hang him and have video footage of that. That's interesting. But was it him? Because they put they they could have pulled the old switcheroo. Yeah, they could have. No. And yeah. I think it was the same guy they found in the same fucking weird hole. Yeah. I think that uh Osama alive though. <laughs> Bin Laden, he's he's still alive. Um the Saddam thing is, is interesting. I kinda hit on that a little bit in um my side episode thing. Um, but like, you know, it was weird in 2003, we're over here talking about how this guy literally has like weapons of mass destruction and all that shit. And really, this is just a guy who has a chip on his shoulder against the U S and rightfully so like, Oh, sorry. He wanted to fucking assassinate the fucking bushes. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Like get in line. <laughs> um, I think one of the reasons we really got pissed was he was using chemical weapons on his people. Yeah. He was a bad guy. Like and he's we, a terrible we were, person. Like, we were, like Geneva Convention, even though we made like the Geneva Convention and then uh like immediately broke it. Yeah. Like like when was the when was the Geneva Convention? I can't remember. I think it was like after World War One. And then we're like, no like cruel or unusual unusual weapons, like chemical warfare. Yeah. But we're not gonna tell them that we're gonna drop a bomb on Japan and twilight. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those things where it's like there's always an agenda behind shit like this, like we wanted to get Saddam because we wanted to fuck him up. Like, that was personal. This time is personal. Yeah, dude. You tried to kill my dad. <laughs> you tried to kill my father. <laughs> like, that was George Bush took that shit personal. He was literally like, he's literally Michael Jordan, like, and frankly, I took that shit personally. Uh, and last but not least, on our time machine journey this week, we stop in the year 2011. In the Libyan Civil War. I'm so glad we're talking about this. Good, 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 because I just missed that point. Sorry, keep going, King. Keep going, King. Keep swimming. In 2011, in the Libyan Civil War, rebels capture deposed dictator Muammar Gaddafi in his home of Sirti. Say Sirti? Yeah. Sirti? Yeah. Uh, Killing him soon afterward. Just shoving box cutters up his butt. And this is kind of not Bush related. This is more from what I've learned a little bit is more Clinton related where mm. essentially the idea was Gaddafi is like served his purpose to us. Yeah. Like we milk the cow. Now he's anti-American a little bit enough. That's annoying. We need to shut him up. And so we shut his ass up and we supported a fucking uprising that literally chased his whole family through the streets. And once again, you're giving me relevance because I was listening earlier this week to The Daily. I plugged them a lot. But um, essentially, his son is trying to make a bid for power. Oh, shit. So 
essentially his idea, his thought processes, and he's, you can tell this is one of those guys who's like a lineage guy. Like yeah. he's a part of this because he's talking about the Libyan people. He refers to them as fish. He's like, they're, they're like, no, he's like, he refers to them. He refers to himself as a fish and he refers to them as a sea. He's like, they're a sea for us to swim through. And that's it. Like, he knows that he has an effect on these people and that's his purpose is to affect those people. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? Get out of here, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. These people are crazy, but you think that like the son of a dictator, like just dude, just go be a fucking Arab rich kid and drive your fucking Lambo around the desert and throw money around. Like, that would be a fun you. way. But the thing is that usually comes with, you know, being an asshole who like kills and shoots people and does bad things but i don't know or he can just be like a rich guy i mean it would be nice if we have richie rich evil thing i would love a richie rich rich scenario yes man but i don't think we're gonna get it i just not on the news (laughs) but um it'd be nice if we just stopped meddling that's my thing like i don't understand why we gotta fucking put our hands in just so white people i don't know i just don't want us to be a police state over some shit um but yeah, Gaddafi got his ass. Did you see the video of that? Oh yeah, got a box cutter shoved up his butthole, which he deserves. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm no way saying, oh, Gaddafi's good dude. But guys, we're not even joking. He literally got a box cutter shoved repeatedly yeah. up his butt. The fact it's just the fact that it's all on the video. <laughs> like it's just, just it's disturbing part. Like they dragged his ass out of a fucking like sewer well and they just like just murdered him. Yep. So yeah, that's it. Uh so, <laughs> <laughs> So make sure that you drag more of your leaders through the streets and murder them. In a video game. It's... <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sponsor us, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah actually. Is, please, let's flip this into a Grand Theft Auto variant. Um, dude, what if we had a radio Ooh. station? Oh, my God. Put us on, dude, put us on the next GTA as, like, yes. the, like a news channel. Yeah, Like, dude. we can be like... We'll spin it for you. I know how you guys like to be ironic. We'll, we can do like a fake Fox News. We can be like Alex Jones for y'all or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll play that we'll, bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll steer it. We can be left. We can be right. Yeah. Whatever you want. That's the rock star daddies. Yeah. Just give us that sweet, sweet rock star money. But if you're not rock star, but you still have a little money, once again, you can go on our Patreon yeah. and you subscribe. Uh, Patreon slash Now Then Podcast. Um, that's where you find us there. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, we got all that shit. You know where to find us. I say it all the time. Um, you know, Brad said it. Follow us on Spotify and the other shits. Um, like us, subscribe to us, smash buttons, do that. Smash, buttons. smash, smash, smash. And um, we'll see you next week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing good. This is our thirty-second episode, dude. Right? Yeah. I, I think though. I don't think we've actually skipped a week. No, I, th- I think. Even we've done this even when we're fucking sick yeah. and apart. Like yeah. we make it fucking work. We make it happen for you guys. Yeah, dude. Because we love you. Because we love and you. And we love it. We love this. So uh stay uh wait, so turn on, tune in, and drop out, guys. That's we're fucking right. Full circle with Tim Leary. Yeah, dude. Bicycle. But uh no, real shit, guys. We love you. And um I had another joke, but I can't remember. So now I'm stalling. And bye. Bye. (laughs) Love you.